Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio, and I hope and trust that whatever you're up to, whether you're driving in the car, whether you are making your breakfast, whether you're going for a walk while you're listening to this, whatever you're doing, I want to take a moment to acknowledge and thank you for tuning in to Relaunch My Life Radio. And this is a really beautiful interview this week with a dear friend and client of ours, student of ours, Michelle Powell, who is a holistic health practitioner. Now, Michelle is someone who has known Paul, my partner, for I think over a decade now, and I met her through him about six years ago, and she has been a wellness professional all the way since 2003. She's the author of the three times best-selling The Mastery of Wellness, and really supports people to go from their lowest to being genuinely happy and balanced in life. She has a wealth of knowledge and experience and really shares a lot about her journey this week on this episode. She's going to share with you about how to really navigate to find your center, to know that there's never really ever going to be a right time to start doing the work and doing the healing, how we can find more structure and flow and balance, and also a little bit about the work that she does around trauma recovery. And there is also a free resource that we've mentioned in this episode, which you can download in the show notes and the show links. So sit back, enjoy this interview this week with the beautiful Michelle Powell. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever, and a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories to tune into, Tune in to Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. Well, I'm really excited to introduce you all to this week's guest on Relaunch My Life Radio. We've got the beautiful Michelle Powell. How are you today, Michelle? I'm so good, Juliet. How are you? I'm wonderful. I always love chatting with you. And I, for the people who haven't met you before, I, gosh, how long ago is it that we met? It must be about six six or so years ago that we met through my beautiful partner, Paul, and I just love having our chats and we've been on such a beautiful journey over these last few years. So really excited to learn more about you and introduce everyone to you. So maybe just for our listeners, let us know where you are in the world and what's your kind of reality at the moment? (laughs) Oh, good question. Well, I'm based on the Central Coast, New South Wales, Australia. Um, current reality, well, we've been in lockdown for a few months now, so that's been an interesting little time. Yes. And you work for yourself, uh, luckily. So you've got the flexibility to work from home, but a lot of people are obviously navigating a lot of challenges during this time. So I'd love for us to sort of later on in this interview, touch on some sort of tips and advice that you have for people through that. But how has that three, how has the last three months impacted you? Like, what have you found challenging? What have you found rewarding? How has that journey been for you? 
I think one of the most, I'm going to start with rewarding. I think one of the absolutely biggest rewards that you gain from having pretty much everything removed as options is you get to realize how simple things are really the most profound and the most important. We think that we have to do all of these things and go all these places and and really when you break it down to what's truly important, um, that's been a really beautiful little gift out of the lockdown situation. Mm. I think the biggest challenge for myself and the people that I work with and also my friends as well is not being able to spend time with the people that you know and love. That um, physical interaction I think has really created you know, a lot of mental and physical anguish for most people. Mm, definitely. And it's so good that, I mean, we live in the day and age of being able to do video chats, but it, it's not the same thing as being in the physical no. So someone and getting a cuddle and a hug and that sort of thing. So for those of who are listening who haven't met you before then, maybe share a bit about who you are and what you do. Awesome. Well, I... I'm a holistic health practitioner, which kind of encompasses a lot of the different modalities that I do, but I specialize in trauma recovery. And I feel that there's such a misconception with even the word trauma, because I know for myself, even many years ago, I wouldn't have associated that word with what I've experienced in life, but yet everyone goes through and is potentially going through right now trauma of some description in their life that is impacting how they think and how they feel and how they show up in the world. And through my own life experiences and even evolution of being in the the wellness industry, because as you alluded to, Paul and I go way back into our um, PT days and <laughs> and then that evolved over the years into mental and emotional work and spiritual work and then that evolved into you know NLP and hypnotherapy and all sorts of stuff so yeah I use a lot of different types of modalities with the work that I do mm. and so why is trauma recovery where you have focused your skills I feel like for me, it's where I landed because of my own life experiences. I, a few years ago, got out of a domestic violent relationship, but that um, situation that I found myself in didn't just impact my relationships, it impacted my finances, it impacted my health, it impacted my business and even where I lived and absolutely every aspect of my life really shifted. And what I found was that there wasn't a lot of people that knew how to support me and what I was going through. And 
I kind of had to go on my own journey, which probably took me a lot longer than I would have liked it to. (laughs) And so experiencing what I went through on that particular journey led me into really specializing in in trauma recovery and, and helping people through all of the life's challenges, you know, the really hard things that people tend to try to do on their own because they maybe don't want to burden other people or, you know, be the Debbie Downer in the group. But really we we're not supposed to go through life alone. We're not supposed to go through hardship alone either. And so my own life experiences really brought me to this point where I'm like, I don't want other people to go through all of that on their own. And that's how I ended up here. Yeah, I can definitely relate to what you're talking about. And I think so many of us in the coaching field, it's through the transformations that we've had. And I can still remember, gosh, thinking, where are all the people teaching meditation my age? And this was seven years ago or something when I first yeah. started my journey. And so I started teaching that. And then even writing my book, I it was like the book that I needed seven, eight years ago. And yeah, I think it's so powerful when you can transform through something and then shine the light on that path that you've led for other people to know, oh, there's a, a quicker way or an easier way. And that helps with evolution and with people not staying stuck as long as perhaps we did in, in those challenging times. And you've written a book as well. So maybe chat about that and also what your, you know, what your attitude really is towards health and wellness and how that's evolved. Oh, I love the the loaded questions that they're really cool. So yeah, I did. I've got a, a book. It's called The Mastery of Wellness that I published back in about 2014. And that is to me is a bit of the foundations of where to go to look after your, your wellness because my background being predominantly in that area, I really saw so many key aspects being missed. And so over the years, it was like breaking it down into, well, what are the 10 areas that really need all of that support, all of that attention instead of where do I do, what do I go to, knowing where to go. And that's what led me to write that book. And Actually, I haven't shared this piece with you yet, Juliet. I'm partway through writing my second book, which is going to be um, a trauma recovery handbook. Oh, I love that. Hey, we're so synchronized. I'm partway through my second book. So we have to, <laughs> that's so good. Um, how, how are you finding the journey of writing a second book? And, and I love that topic. And I think that's going to be fantastic. How's that? How is that journey now different to the book that you published back in 2014? I think that back in 2014, there was a fair bit of pressure from a business standpoint and where I was at at the time to really make that happen. And it's funny because so many people had said to me, oh, you really should be so proud of your book. And at the time, and even still now, I was like, man, it's not not really there. And I think it was just ticking a box at that time. And so doing this process again, it's sort of evolved into in this particular book, 
I'm sharing a lot more of my journey and my stories with particular things that I've I've gone through, like sharing some of my other, you know, major incidences in my life, like when I was in a, a major car accident and particular health journeys that I've been on that have been really scary. And, you know, sharing my journey alongside the things that I've learned over trauma with how to recover, how to rebuild, how to reconnect and to not just relive the past but actually create a future that you want. Yeah, because as we, you know, delve a lot into in a lot of our trainings, if you haven't actually cleared the past, you're just going to unconsciously project the path out onto your future without even realizing it. And it's it's easier almost with the benefit of hindsight once you have cleared things. But at the time, it's really hard to see how those unconscious blueprints are just projecting everything out onto the future. So I wholeheartedly agree with you on the importance of that before you can create your future and for the listeners who are listening to this you've got a a resource that we're going to share in the show notes as well which is your uh, tough time survival guide which I think is a really powerful thing for people to have at the moment but it's a uh, five strategies that you can implement to help with trauma recovery and start to to turn things back into your power so I'll definitely put the link for that for our listeners to connect in with as well So I would love to know what sort of things do you help your clients with? Because I know you work with a lot of clients all around the world as well online. What sort of things do you help your clients with? Well, I think a lot of clients really come to me initially because they know that they don't want to live their life the way that it currently is. And they're generally they come to me because they're really frustrated that they have tried going to maybe doctors or specialists or other professionals and they haven't really been heard and they haven't had that safety of being able to to share and let I I say let the victim have a voice because There's a big difference, I feel, in setting up camp in pity party and it always being in victim mode. But I also think that there's something quite healing and therapeutic about actually giving the victim a voice and allowing them to share what they need to share about whatever it is that they've gone through, whether that's a a divorce or an accident or the death of a loved one, or maybe they've experienced PTSD from their job, or maybe they're dealing with a a medical condition or whatever it is, but they they feel really stuck. They feel really alone. And they really want to not just overcome what they've gone through, but they really want to reconnect with the pieces of themselves that they've either lost and or the person that they know they really can be. Mm. And having that that real safe space that you definitely create with people just allows that healing to start occurring. And I definitely agree, like just 
letting people empty and not feel like they're rushed because they're, you know, or, or also not just unloading on their hairdresser or their massage therapist or, and I think that that happens a lot out there. So actually going somewhere and going, do you know what, I've got some things to unpack with a real objective perspective. Uh, and also obviously with your, your big tool belt as well uh, is really powerful. So, you know, I think many people are like, even people listening to this, I think we're all kind of just a lot of people are kind of just getting by and there's almost like these holding patterns that people have been in for a little while now through, you know, the last year and a half and different people listening to this. Some people listening to this have been in lockdown for over a year, you know, so um, there's definitely been a big shift in the way that people are sort of operating, but I'd love to know what, what perspective and what advice do you have for people who are maybe struggling a little bit mentally, emotionally, or just feeling a little bit, you know, out of alignment? I think the first thing to acknowledge is that there's never going to be a right time to start the process of whether you want to call it healing or creating what you want or getting over what you've gone through, whatever label really works for you. But I think too frequently we're waiting for the right timing or the right circumstances or just for this hard bit to be over or just for always, always, always waiting. But there's never going to be a right time to start because whether it's, you know, current lockdown situations or whether it's whatever it is that's in the actual reality at this moment, there's always going to be a thing. There's always going to be an excuse or a legitimate reason. Most of them feel like they're really legitimate as to why you can't begin now. But I just feel like it's a strong reminder that it is never going to be the right timing. But if you're constantly being pulled to do something about it, that's there for a reason. And I think a big piece of rebuilding trust within yourself is actually listening to those pulls when it's saying hey it's time to start this process it's time to do something and that beautifully circles back to what you opened with about the the real benefits of you slowing down and having this three to four months where you have been in lockdown it's giving you that time to listen to those pulls and and really building that connection and that intuition as well and that connection with ourselves which you know I think I talked about this when we were in lockdown maybe six months ago I was like well the good thing is there's there's only so much distraction you can do if you're at home on your own for a long time (laughs) eventually yeah you've you've gotta you've gotta connect with yourself and I think that's definitely a blessing that's come from from you know what is very challenging and I think what are your what are your thoughts on the I don't know I'm getting a little bit bigger scale here now but you know some people their whole business appears to be crumbling or like things that they've worked on or you know there are definitely like challenges happening on a bigger scale for people and a lot of different conflicting views and perspectives on things and without going into sides or anything what are you kind of seeing play out and how do you maintain your center Mm, great question because you're you're very accurate I know a lot of people who you know haven't even been allowed in their own business for months now or so there's a lot of I think 
the control aspect is what really throws a lot of people because they're not in control. And when there's so many things that feel chaotic, bringing it back to, well, what can you control, which sounds really simple, when you're feeling overwhelmed or, you know, really stuck and, you know, I know that there's so many genuine concerns with, you know, people losing their businesses or or whatever it is. I do believe everything happens for a reason though, even if it doesn't make sense at the time and even if it's really hard and challenging. Like if someone had said to me like, four or four, five years ago, are you going through domestic violence? We one of the best things ever. You would have probably punched them. No. Yes. <laughs> bad, like, bad are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but without that, it wouldn't have been the catalyst for me starting down the journey into working with trauma the way that I do now. Yeah. And so I always get curious Like curious is one of my words, curious and interesting. It's like, well, that's interesting. (laughs) Why is that happening? Maybe life is setting me up for something that I don't know is coming. And I'm sure you know the saying that life doesn't make sense looking forward. It only makes sense when you look back. You have to live your life forward. Yes. yeah. 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 So with that, it's like, okay, this is really hard and tricky right now. But at this point in my life, I've managed to live through 100% of all of my darkest days. So I've got 100% success rate for still being here. Yeah. So maybe something good will come of this in the end. So that's a bit of, I always look for the silver lining in everything. And not everyone is as, I don't know, happy-go-lucky, I guess. But for those that are like, yeah, okay, well, that's not my really viewpoint on life. Cool. But what can you control right now? Because you can control you and your little piece of reality. Like you can control how you look after your body. You can control what you're doing for your mental and emotional health. Like bring it back to the real basics. If everything is feeling super out of control and chaotic just bring it right back peel it right back to what do I have control over right now and that will start to at least settle yourself a little bit even if it's just your breath like as little as a few minutes breathing in the therapeutic zone and you can start to settle your nervous system and reduce your cortisol by at least 25 percent after three minutes of breathing Mm. There's so many, like even the seemingly small things that actually can just bring you back down enough that you're like, okay, I can tackle this next thing. Yeah. And I agree, even though it may seem simple, it's like when, when we are challenged, sometimes they're the first things that go out the window, but they are the first things that can ground us and definitely help us to recenter. And, and, and more and more, I'm just finding, you know, just being really potently forced into the present moment of just you know looking out the window and just watching nature and it's 
it's amazing just to be present with, okay, well, what is, and asking one of my favorite questions to ask as well, when everything seems to be going crazy is, am I safe right now? And what that does to the nervous system, if you just like say it in your own mind or say it out loud, am I safe right now? You just get this like, yeah. And that just totally just reminds you to get out of that fight or flight. And as you take those deep breaths, and as you said, focus on the things that, that are in your control. And, and I think, you know, it's easy for people to think that they can't control certain emotions or they can't control how they feel or how they think. And it's not maybe so much about controlling how you feel and how you think, but, but witnessing it and observing it. And obviously, you know, we're both really big advocates of working with a coach or working with someone because it's really hard to see our own blind spots and our own unconscious patterns. And so I definitely think that, you know, having that safe space. And I, I would say that probably one of the benefits to come out of the last 18 months is the awareness of mental health and people reaching out. And it's not a it's not a scary thing now to work with a coach or work with a, a therapist or anything. Now it's actually just kind of like, well, you've got your gym membership. You've also got your person that helps you with your mental health as well. And so I think that's been just an awesome shift that society definitely needed as well, because you know, 10 or 15 years ago, you only went there if there was something really wrong. And now I think people are much more proactive about it, which is awesome as well. So for people, because you've, you've taken a lot of leaps of faith in your journey and in your career to be where you are at the moment, to be doing what you're doing. And I'd love to ask you like, what, what, what advice would you have maybe for people listening who the they maybe can't go to their workplace or their their current line of work has shut down and maybe there's been that dream or something that they would have loved to do but they've always had that voice that said oh that's not going to earn enough money or you might not be successful at that like what is your advice to people who are wanting to take the leap of faith and do what they're really passionate about but they've maybe got some fear or doubt or uncertainty oh I love this because when people say oh, it's just not realistic. I love going, oh, really, is it? Because I guarantee you the thing that you (laughs) deem so unrealistic, people are living it and doing it or have it. Yes. I think that's why I love interviewing coaches because when I first started coaching, I remember so many people saying, oh, everyone's a life coach these days and you won't earn any money doing that. And literally every couple of weeks on my podcast, I'm interviewing different types of coaches that have different niches and they are thriving and busy. And there are, you know, so many clients in the world. I think there's billions of people in this world and you don't need billions of clients. You only need, you know, 10 or 20 or something, right? So I agree. The thing that you think is unrealistic, there's so much opportunity for. And I think if you're kind of one foot in, one foot out, you're going to get a certain result. And for me personally, like when I just quit full-time and went all in on my business, that's when things shifted. And that's something that we are very big advocates of. And obviously, you know, make sure that your bills can be paid, but it's often costing people a lot more in their energy and in their mind of all the politics and all of the day in, day out 
drudgery, <laughs> how much it's actually costing energetically to go to a workplace where you're being undervalued, really, because when you have your own income and your own business, you can obviously set your value and set your income and yeah, things shift huge. So I'm glad that you're excited by that. I'd love to ask you, obviously, you know, you studied NLP with me in the Sunshine Coast last year and you studied hypnotherapy with Paul a month before you went into lockdown in the Sunshine Coast. So, so nice that you got to go up there. Uh, so I'd love to ask you what, what your experience was studying and how those skills come into the equation. Oh, great question. So for, for me, with going into any course or retreat or anything that I want to do, I, I just go all in because I'm not just there to learn, but I'm also there to work on me. Because like you said before, you need to have coaches. Like I've been in the wellness industry since 2003 and I've always had coaches and support in in every aspect in I have my own coaches that I see for you know hypnotherapy or NLP or business coaching or life coaching or like there's so many different aspects of it and I think if you want to not necessarily be successful because everyone's got their own definition of what success is, but we need a dream team. We, you know, it takes a village <laughs> to, to go anywhere. You want to have the right people on the bus with you going wherever you want to go that are supporting you and cheering you on. And so when I stepped into doing NLP with you, because, you know, we've already known each other for years, I was like ready. I was like, Let, let's do it. Let's just, whatever needs to come out, let's go. Yeah. And- I remember <laughs> you very eager at the front of the class, hand up for every demo. <laughs> yes. Like, let's do it. Let's just go. <laughs> and, and, and I think that's a, a little bit how I like to do life too, because it's not that I don't want to live with regrets, but it's like, if I have an opportunity, why would I not take all of it Yeah, and just really dive in? Because I'd rather go, oh, that was intense, rather than going, oh, I wish I'd done. Because you can't do anything about a wish I'd done. Yes. And so I found it really beautiful to add in the NLP with you because I'd inadvertently learned a lot about it over the years with you know yourself and Paul and and other friends in my life who have lived in that world and so it was just a beautiful sort of transition into it and then doing hypno with Paul I, I mean that was doubly special for me because Paul and I go back so far and it was just like big tools that were handed over going here you can add this to your toolkit because this is phenomenal at helping people with what you do and so they're actually some of my favorite modalities to add in to what I already do with clients because 
they are just so powerful. Yeah, and I think they give you such a beautiful combination of like structure and flow to be able to be present with a client and and work with what the client is coming in with. And that's really where the art and science of blending whatever tools you sometimes do you find when you're working with a client, you just your voice you just hear yourself starting to go into something and you're like, oh okay, we're doing this now. <laughs> and it's just almost being like drawn out through you because you have a kind of unconsciously inbuilt it's all in there and I think do you find as well like the more you prepare for a session the less in a way like present you are with what's real for the client whereas when you can just be there and have the client then that's when all of the magic can occur I think it's yes yes totally it was I think it was like 2010 when I actually gave up planning all of my sessions for clients I was like, I'm wasting so much time because that's not what they need in the moment. And I think there's this voice, though, every now and then. I don't know if you have it. It's probably well gone if you've been doing it since 2010. But I think a lot of our students listening would relate to this that goes, oh, but shouldn't I be reading through all the notes and preparing and da, da, da. and and isn't that you know doing the right thing right? But but being present with your client above all is what I believe is doing the right thing. And also I don't know about you, but I tend to find that even if a client fills out like pre-session questions three, four, five days before the the session, you 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 know as well as I know, we are constantly changing. We're a process. So the problems that they talked about five days ago are they even real anymore? And unfortunately, most people, we tend to just repeat our thought processes. So we keep reinstalling the same problems and same thought loops over and over. But I love that realization that, well, if I'm present right now and I'm helping them with their language uncover what's real right now in this present moment, if you're fully present, there actually cannot be a problem. The only time there can be a problem is if you're thinking of the past or projecting into the future. And and so it's so fun to just... Let that go. And I think you trust your intuition so beautifully. And I know that you do just incredible work with your clients and really help them to be genuinely happy and and access that. And also, you know, find what they're passionate about. And I know you have a lot of different passions like nature and horses and hiking and all sorts of beautiful things that I see you doing on your stories and Instagram when when you're able to get out of the house. Um, But I guess the last thing I'd love to ask you is, uh, what what tools or what advice have you really got for people right now that have been listening to this podcast and they're going, you know what, I I think I'm I'm you know ready to make some changes. Obviously, I'm going to ask you to share details about how people can find you. But what advice have you got for someone that's been listening to this whole podcast that could maybe just help them to refocus and and maybe take a step forward in whatever direction they're wanting to. Mm, that's that's a good one too because I think that human beings need a level of structure connected with the flow so you know for example even with us just talking about you know I gave up planning sessions like I still have a structure and particular things that I want to go through and teach them and show them but There's also things that feel very true for that person then and there in the moment that are more prevalent. And so with choosing what to do next, it's finding some sort of structure and routine, you know, maybe even rituals 
that make you feel more connected to yourself and who you really are, but also going with the flow and jumping in and going, okay, well, now's the time to do this online course or do this coaching or, you know, whatever it is. I think it's finding the balance between that structure and the flow and whether you want to call that spontaneity or whether you want to call that your feminine energy, whatever feels true for you. But, you know, allowing a bit of that structure and flow. Do the two. You don't have to do one. You can do two. Why can't we do both? Exactly. Oh, beautiful. Well, I love flowing with you on this on this structure, <laughs> on this platform. And I'm going to share all of the links for people to be able to reach out with you. If you have been wanting a coach and you've been wanting to work with someone, uh, you know, there is such... Um, such a beautiful combination of skills, obviously, with the holistic lifestyle coaching. I know you studied a lot of the Czech levels with Paul all those years ago. You've obviously got the PT background, the health and wellness background, but then also all of the additional skills that you have amassed on top of your own journey. So I would highly recommend people to reach out to Michelle and I'll put all of the details for people to contact you. Any final words? <sighs> I don't know if there's anything profound coming through at the moment, but, you know, if you're listening to this and you're, you're feeling that need to connect, you know, whether it's to myself or to Juliet in general, trusting whoever it is that you feel the pull to reach out to is the person to connect with because you've got that pull happening for a reason. So you get to trust yourself with that. Mm, yes, I agree. And thank you so much. And thank you for being who you are and shining your light in the world. And I would love to see you when you're next in Adelaide, whenever that will be. And I am just sending you so much love and thank you for sharing your perspective and your story with everyone that is listening. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, Juliet.
That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio, live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.